Hi listeners and welcome to another footnote episode of the Fancy Animation Podcast with me, Chris Holiday, And me, Alex Sargent. So we are doing for this episode a term that I've only ever heard you say, a word that I've only ever heard you say, because you say fantasy with a PH. To distinguish it between fantasy with an F, um, and I don't, I think I know, but I'm not entirely sure, but it's something that I very, it's a term that is very much you and your baby. So whenever I uh, whenever I think of fantasy PH, I think, oh, Alex is talking about that. So now this is my chance to have it on yeah. file to, to listen when you say, no, this is not fantasy with an F, it's fantasy with a PH. Well, so go on then, so I'll I start met, the clock. It's, I mean, this is really difficult because I'm doing it audio. I'm doing it as an audio file and actually this is much easier to communicate via by the written word, obviously. But um, in my book... Encountering the Impossible, the fantastic in Hollywood fan cinema, available in all uh, in all good online retailers. Um, I make this distinction, and it's not only me that makes this distinction between fantasy spelt with an F and fantasy spelt with a PH. Um, now, the distinction is in linguistically muddied all over the place because it really comes from a collection of different terms which language you're using and all this kind of stuff. But the but the reason we've we, we I others have felt the need to to distinguish between fantasy F and fantasy PH is because um, fantasy with an F has been used so much to describe um, a kind of a kind of mode of storytelling. Okay, so the fantasy genre, fantasy cinema, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, that it became useful to distinguish that from fantasy um, with a PH, which describes a psychological process that is part of our of our minds, our brains, our, our, our world. So fantasy with an F, this is why it's really difficult, is often associated with this kind of carefree escapist, um, enjoyment in the imagination. Even the word the imagination probably goes firmly in that category. Whilst fantasy with a PH describes right. a process of meaning making within the human psyche. Okay. And the and where I take that term specifically is psychoanalysis. Right. And in particular, um, uh, the language of psychoanalysis, which is basically a dictionary of psychoanalytic terms by uh, Laplanche and um, Pontalis, who... who who make this distinction between fantasy with a PH. And the reason they they do it is they say, we use it with a PH to distinguish between the kind of, the, the associations of triviality and escapism that are often associated with the word fantasy, because that isn't often how they articulate the term. Okay, because I looked up fantasy with a PH and, and it seems to go, it says one, uh, just a variant spelling of fantasy with an yes. S. Um, and also implies a sort of chronological, that this was the original spelling an archaic version of the word, and we have updated it to, to fantasy with an F. But the other one is uh, Freud using the word fantasy, mm-hmm. or the German word fantasy, P-H-A-N-T-A-S-I-E, mm-hmm. um, but also acknowledges that there's debate. So is this one of those instances where it's a word that, that through the act of translation has kind of done some of this muddying? Or actually, you no, are saying... It's just, it's just you are, there is a, a neat way of distinguishing between two different things, okay? Right. So, so fantasy with an F which I'll try not to talk about anymore from this sentence onwards, is the thing that people associate with the, with the genre of fantasy, okay? Mm-hmm. So what when you watch The Wizard of Oz, you're watching a fantasy because 
why why is it a fantasy? Because it's happening in another world. Because it's about dreams. It's pleasurable. Yeah. It's about indulging our imaginations. Yeah. We we like to think kids as having are being in touch with their ability to to engage with fantasy. There's there's this kind of pleasurable. The imagination, frivolity, frivolity okay. creativity, it's okay. all lovely, happy, clappy, jumping about, skipping, pleasures of the imagination. That, that, that is what we tend to associate with fantasy. But if you think about what, that re- what, what, what are all those things have in common, what, and what they have in common is the ability of the human psyche to imagine situations yes. that are not happening there in front of them. Yeah. That's all that all that unites all these things. And if you accept that, then fantasy, and I won't distinguish between the two right now just to see if I can follow everyone down this tunnel, fantasy becomes everything in the human psyche that relies on that ability to imagine things that aren't happening right in front of us. Yeah. So that's actually a basic mechanic of how the human brain works. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I was thinking about animation, uh, watching animation. Well, well, and watching animation, language, yeah. How do we get from the word tree means a tree? We fantasize it. You know, we use fantasy to b- replace um, the, the symbol on the page with the concept, yeah. If you are imagining how you walk down the street and how you're mapping your route home, you're using fantasy. And indeed, when we're engaging with some of our greatest anxieties, our deepest fears, our deepest concerns, our deepest phobias, and if you want to get Freudian about it, we can go there. We are engaging in fantasy. So we have found it useful as an academic community to distinguish between one kind of fantasy with an F mm-hmm. that is all the pleasurable stuff that we would use when we use that word in a kind of pop culture sense of it and fantasy with a PH which describes a much more nebulous and often far less pleasurable but nevertheless kind of primordial part of the human experience. Okay, so so fantasy with an F is a... Are you saying it's a type of... Fantasy with a PH, as in it's it's part of a part of that distinction is that if we're saying that fantasy with a PH is something that is often it, it, it describes something a little bit more nebulous and a, a broader set of processes, could one argue that fantasy film is yes. one part or cinema in general actually? Yes. But but fantasy with an F is a much smaller category than a fantasy with a PH, which implies something a lot bigger. Yeah, I like it. I guess the the glib way I'd do it would be like fantasy films with an F, yep. require us to use fantasy with a PH, but fantasy with a PH does not require us to engage with a fantasy film. Okay. So, and I, yeah, okay. So I, 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 never, I did not know this. So yeah. fantasy with a PH can be... I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of daydreams then. So daydreaming yes. when one imagines a situation or... God, what, you know, my, yep. my big one is... is uh, this is weird, but when you... I, when I see people taking a photograph on somewhere really high, well, they stick their arms out of a camera and they take a photograph of the ground and I think, well, they're gonna drop their camera. And I get tingles in my fingers because I'm imagining being high or I'm imagining being high off of the ground and, and looking down and for, uh, and, uh, and those sorts of processes you're, you're arguing are just, are just processes that we do every day all the time yes. as we move through the world. Fantasy with a PH is a way to identify and theorize and talk about, well, not even theorize, I guess, just to talk about processes of imagination and daydreaming and wonder that might not be tied to pleasure and euphoria and frivolity, but could be tied to, um, you know, I'm thinking of stuff like terms like, you know, pessimism. Yeah. 
Well, in the Freudian sense, for Freud, and this is why the two that are sometimes in tension, is that Freud is only really interested in what you're describing. You know, Freud, you know, if you know anything yeah. about Freud, he's not, he's not known for describing the pleasurable aspects of the human experience. Or the Wizard of Oz. Un- unless it's yeah. sex-related, right? So his, his whole thing is about, like, that, that part of what psychoanalytic treatment can do is engage with fantasy because it, it's in those fantasies that we often feel the most trauma, that we feel the most distress. It's by being stuck in certain kinds of fantastical modes of thinking. Mm. And the purpose of talking it through, the talking cure, is to try to move those fantasies into, into the, the kind of world of discourse and language and, and, and consciousness yeah. so that they can be thought through and made rational again, right? So, mm. so Freud, there is no... Wizard of Oz fantasy. There's that. Well, actually, Wizard of Oz is kind of Freudian, and it's you know the the the, the Wicked Witch is the mother, all this kind of stuff. But though, you know, it, not only can fantasy sometimes not be um, pleasurable in Freud's writings, they are rarely pleasurable, mm. right? In fact, that that's really not given much time and space okay. um, in his work. So, fantasy film scholars do they they don't they often don't use fantasy with a ph. Because that's or, not what or they're psychoanalysis, and you, yeah. at least for that exact reason. But, and your right. and your and your work is trying to introduce fantasy with a PH into discussions so, of the fantasy film. So I don't use Freud very much. I use uh, a, a psychoanalytic thinker called Melanie Klein uh, and another one called D.W. Winnicott, and both of them have a much more kind of ambivalent understanding of fantasy. And their basic argument is that our ability to fantasize comes before our ability to engage with conscious discussion and thought when children are making meaning out of the world they make meaning through fantasy um mm. and and i try to explore how those basic building blocks the things you're talking about the things that we use every day every minute every hour to make sense of life yeah. are given new ways or new licenses to it be to be used in fantasy films okay so yeah. so yeah i'm i'm interested in how fantasy with a ph can help speak for the kind of experience that we all associate with fantasy, but it's very difficult to put into words. Okay. Great. Well, we've got a few seconds left. So you mentioned Klein, Winnicott, and your own work. So flesh those out for us. Where can people go to find these names and these ideas? What are the books? Um, Give me the beer. Freud's a huge beast because there's just so much written on him. But I would go to... to, um, I would go to the language of psychoanalysis for an introduction to Freud, as well as other thinkers like Lacan, and there's lots of other psychoanalytic theories. Um, the language of, of, of psychoanalysis by um, Laplanche La um, and, and Pontalis um, is a good introduction to that. Yeah. Uh, Melanie Klein's only written four books, thank God. Uh, so you can read all of them if you really want to. They're really, um, they're really interesting. Um, and uh, D.W. Winnicott's Playing in Reality is a good place to start okay. with his thought. Okay, oh, and go. encountering the impossible, uh, the fantastic in Hollywood fantasy cinema, and you can and 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 if you turn to the preface before we even get going, I explain this. So there you it's go. nice to know because that you haven't even got that far yet in the book. Yeah, um, yeah. no, no, uh, <laughs> not, not even that. <laughs> or don't, don't even own it. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume what you've done is skipped earnestly to the introduction and missed that bit. I know full well <laughs> at the start you talk about the distinction between these terms, and from here on in, I'm doing this and this and this. so. I'm no. I know for well. I also have read in the acknowledgements that you say that you're thankful to me for ranting a little bit more than you should normally 
would normally allow. See the episode on Mitchell and... I was just going to say, see that episode. But there we go. So there we go. Fancy with a PH done and dusted. Thanks, everybody. If you have a a footnote suggestion, you can email it to fananimresearch, F-A-N-A-N-I-M, research at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the same handle. Um, Also, fancy-animation.org to access the archive or just subscribe via your normal podcast subscription service. Give us a like, a subscribe, a review. What would be really, really handy. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.